Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, welcome to the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I'm Jordan Ellis of Jordan Today, and I'm here with Che Grayson, who Hello. I'm so excited to talk to. I can't believe we actually haven't recorded yet. This I is know, stupid. we tried. <laughs> <laughs> but this is going to be saved it for like a the cool, exciting thing. Yes. Yeah. So I guess we'll save like your big news for a second from now uh, to intro you. You do like a little bit of everything. You are a writer of all all kinds of things yeah uh just tell us like what you're doing and what kinds of things you do yeah um so I am a writer as you said of multiple mediums I'm a comic book writer I'm a screenwriter um and I'm a tv writer um so cool and prose too actually so I just I never I'm I always want to write yeah um I've made that a thing for my life, which is very exciting. But you went to school for film. Yeah, right? so okay. I went to school, um, which I just graduated NYU, the MFA yeah. film program at Tisch, and my concentration was in directing and screenwriting. And that was incredible because I spent the first couple of years um, writing and directing and producing shorts. Um, and then I started writing features. Um, so I have some feature films in the back if anyone out there wants to fund my films. And your <laughs> short films are on your website, right? So people yeah. can actually watch them now. Yeah. yeah so cool. you can go on my Vimeo. You can, I'm actually quite Googleable, which I'm very That's awesome. to say. I'm very Googleable. Yeah. So like if you Google me, you'll find like both my chaygrayson.com site and my Vimeo site have awesome. my shorts that you can just for free watch at your leisure. Um, so yeah, I graduated, and my graduation, um, my thesis project for NYU um, is called Magic Hour. That's kind of what we're here today to talk about. Yeah. And that is the second TV pilot I've ever written, but the first kind of TV pilot that I've ever produced. So, so this cool. is the pilot concept for a fantasy horror TV anthology series that I've been working on for more than a year now. Um, and it's so freaking insi- exciting. Like, I shot it exactly a year ago. I had been working on the script before. I can't believe that long ago. I know. That's so crazy. And have been working on it through post-production the entire time, which for those who don't know, post-production is after you shoot the film, that's only, you're only halfway there. Yeah. You need to work with an editor, work with a composer to work on the music, a sound designer to work on the world building. In my case, a visual effects artist to work on special effects. Oh, yeah. Because um, it's, like, creepy, spooky. Yeah, like, creepy, you need all spooky, that just stuff. My, cool. my whole aesthetic. So um, I've been working on that. And the Kickstarter that I have live right now, which, you know, we have a little less than a week left to raise the funds, $30,000. We are up to about 18000 500 so far which is awesome. not bad yeah i know the last week can be like the biggest push so we I just heard. need to make that happen yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah for me i actually got into comics because i was producing short film after short film and and the thing of it is it's it's quite expensive and nyu uh, or any other film school for that matter doesn't just throw money at you and say like you get to do whatever which is so crazy when you think about that like yeah because joey went to art school so like I saw a little bit of having to fund your own projects, but yeah. that was like 
art and drawing, not like video. I mean, that gets so expensive. And and when it's, you know, a collaborative medium, like both comics and film, you have to get everybody on board. And no one, you know, there are people who work for free, but... In this day and age, we're kind of fighting that that's not the case. Yeah. Um, and, and no so, one should have to work for free. Yeah, like, no one should have to, to work for free. And that idea that, like, a passion project means that no one gets paid yeah. is not really the case. And certainly wasn't the case when I made Magic Hour. I paid everybody. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, maybe not Disney rates, but it was still But, yes. Um, yeah. So that the time that was given, that everybody gave, you know, they can say, like, at least I can pay my rent because I put a week or two weeks into this. So, um, yeah, and and kind of just to track back a little bit, so I started writing comics because I was like, I still have so many stories to tell. It so takes so long to make a film. Yeah. And, to even, and you need all those other parts, too. You yeah. can't just, I mean, you can just make a film by yourself, but... You can, but... It's very hard. It's so hard. And so... I was like, well, I'm my genre, like the things, the themes and the visuals that I'm exploring are fantastical in nature, are um, my first self-published comic ended up being a superhero story that was also a short film that I did and they kind of worked oh, in tandem cool. with each other called Rigamo and that was really awesome. But I was like, I still need to tell these stories. And so I started studying comics and going to Forbidden Planet and, and Union Square and saying like what do I what do I need to read? Like what's out there? And and at the time I was reading Lock and Key and Saga and um, I feel like everything comes back and, to saga. Yeah, which is everything great. comes back to <laughs> Brian um, so yeah, Bitch Planet. And so I kind of accidentally got into this new world that was still a visual medium and so so wonderfully translated from my skill set, which yeah. is screenwriting. Because um, a comic script looks quite similar to that of a screenplay, which was very helpful for me. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, and so fast forward four years later now. Well, first work. let's talk about the really cool comics that you got to work oh, on. Because yeah, this yeah. is my favorite. Like, I have a friend who worked on Bitch Planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you have a friend who worked on <laughs> um, So my first... You know, I started self-publishing with my creative partner at the time, Sharon De La Cruz, and we had worked on, we had done a full issue of something called Rigamo, which I was telling you about, yeah. about a girl whose tears bring people back to life, but every time she uses the power, it ages her. And then we worked on something else called Scatterbrains, which was this really cool kind of one-page layout, short comic about these, like, um, space travelers um, and, like, introducing these set of characters and just trying to continue to, like, work on our craft yeah, since we had cool. only done that one issue before. And that started getting me invited to panels. So I was, like, going to yeah. panels, and one of the panels I was on was one with Valentine Delandro, who, you know, is the co-creator of Bitch Planet. Mm-hmm. So it was, was like, so oh, nice man, and cool. He's the coolest dude <laughs> ever. Yeah. Like, cool with a capital K. Like, so cool. And he's at a lot of conventions, so, like, go yeah. say hi to him if you can. Yeah. He's so, great. So, um... We showed him our work. Um, I, I was on a panel with him, and it was like, oh, my God, it's so nice to meet you. I love Bitch Planet so much. And he was like, oh, cool. And he, like, gave me a print and signed it. And I was like, 
Oh, my God. Heroes. <laughs> Don't just wear capes. Right. <laughs> um, and so the, the following con I saw Matt was New York Comic Con. And we actually, like, he met Shen, and we showed him our work, and he looked at it, and he was like, would you want to get paid to do this? And we kind of looked at him like, duh. <laughs> yeah, is that a real question? <laughs> that was, like, is that a question? Right. Okay. <laughs> um, we were like, yes, yes, please. And he was like, cool, because your stuff is great. And a year later, out of the blue, seemingly out of the blue, we get an email from him saying that they wanted us to write a short story for Bitch Planet within the universe of Bitch Planet and if we had any pictures. And um, it it ended up being what what then became Bitch Planet Triple Feature, which was a set of stories within the world of Bitch Planet that um, writers and artists, um, both new green kind of newbies and older folks, um, collaborated together to make. Um, and it's a beautiful, beautiful It's so book. cool. Oh my God, it's so, so cool. So many cool stories. I've met some people who are to my friends to this day. And it was just so amazing. And they paid us. Yeah. They got paid. That's awesome. It's like, and it's okay. still for sale, right? Like, yeah, you can it's still, still pick for it up. sale. You cool. can get it at, on Amazon. You can get it at the Image booth at yeah. Anycon. You can get it at Forbidden Planet. It's amazing. So cool. And um, from there, I had, you know... Kelly Sue and Valentine's kind of MO was that we understand that in order to get published, you need to be published and how that's a conundrum. Yep. Um, and so they were like, well, now you are. That's now you're published. So cool of them. Like as published. if they weren't the coolest people already. As if they weren't badass enough. They I put all that. of us on. And so um, by, I want to say... By my first San Diego, I had my first published piece that I could, like, walk around and pitch to people. And it was an incredible feeling. But it also um, really was a calling card because I started dropping off issues at certain booths and with certain editors and started meeting with editors. And and they didn't just say, like, oh, I like this person. Chase seems cool. They were like, also, her story in Bitch Planet was super cool. Yeah. And from there, I started pitching my own original creator-owned ideas. Um, but it wasn't until, you know, this past spring that I got my first solo book, which I can't say what it is yet, technically. We'll have we'll Chase back really to soon. talk about yes, that. Right? <laughs> so that was so cool. And it, and it, and it all, it kind of... It all started with just um, having such a love for exploring things through visual storytelling. Because I was always, I, I, I wrote throughout high school, but it wasn't until I picked up a camera that I saw the beauty in kind of like visually capturing um, the things that I was writing. Oh, and that God. felt like so much power. And, and I thrived off of that, that idea that I can create a picture that said so much more than words yeah right and so um yeah it's just really exciting to now be on the other side my, my friend calls it limbo like I've been in this limbo yeah like totally everyone's saying my name they're bringing me up in the conversations but I'm still green so it's like do we give her a chance or do we wait for someone else you know so now and you've been doing like different things so exactly. it's not like it's all in one trajectory it's like exactly like so, a little you bit know, of 
a the, couple of things. The time that I'm having like a dry spell with comics was the time that I was mm-hmm. producing Magic Hour. The time that Magic Hour got you know put to the back burner before this Kickstarter yes. is when I started pushing really hard with comics and like getting Which, like, more jobs. It seems like a lot of people are doing. Like it seems like now that's a really good idea to have like multiple things because sure. you know if comics like as an industry are a little slow you yeah. have a film exactly so that's really smart exactly and and some of my favorite um writers creators have that kind of background yeah matt fraction and brian k vaughn brian k vaughn actually went to the film school at nyu oh cool matt fraction was from my research, I didn't ask the person because I'm too nervous to, to introduce okay. myself to my discussion. But he did film before he even went into comics. So it's a very symbiotic yeah. kind of existence between the two. And now more than ever, these companies yeah. are like IP farms. Like, we need that IP. I was going to say, comics are becoming film. The Watchmen, uh-huh. you know, Walking Dead, all of that is attracting the film industry to me. So, yep. Which is so ironic because the film industry is very much um, gatekeeper. Yeah. Like, the gatekeeper it's not accessible. Is, like, you it's can't not accessible. It is in. who you know. Yeah. Um, and it's really that simple. Whereas comics, it's like, feels more like a community. It feels way more interconnected. Um, it has its faults, but it's far more interconnected than I would say the film industry is. And smaller. So... So that worked in my favor. So now the irony is like all these production companies are coming to comic book yep. writers and being like, we're, we're going to make this, we want you to make a comic book series, but it's really just so that we can adapt right. it into it. Because <laughs> we want show. it later. <laughs> and it's like, well, if you sign the check, then why not? Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, no matter how much comics pay or don't pay, I love the medium so much. And I, yeah. by God, I don't do it for the money. Yeah, because yeah. the money isn't like a lot of us don't do what we're doing for right? the money. So yeah, so you know, comics that glory is not financial. So yeah, just, just putting that out there. But that's such an exciting time to talk about Magic Hour. Yeah. So we like teased it, but like, what is it? Like, what is the what is the concept? Or yes. what's your what's your verbal trailer? Magic so my Hour. verbal trailer, my little pitch is yeah. always that. Magic Hour is the Twilight Zone, but black, queer, and just, like, femme. Which, like, As I mean, what else do you need? Right? It's like, did you like San Junipero? Did you like Annihilation? Mm-hmm. Like, do you like to see, you know, people who aren't just straight, cis, white men navigate these spaces that are fantastical and big and exciting and adventure? Yeah. And not just, you know a rom-com, which I love rom-coms, but that we can be more that, you know, Alien and what Sigourney Weaver did for us by golly in the late 70s is something that can be even more present now. Yeah. In the same age, 2019, we need Valkyrie. We need Natalie Portman's Thor. Yeah. We need to have fun and to explore worlds and themes that we haven't had a chance to yet and so that's what i'm about I'm so i want excited magic hour to just be really dark and scary and funny and 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 emotional but also just you know i want people who are science fiction lovers horror lovers and fantasy lovers to first and foremost come for the stories yeah and and being able to see themselves in in these three genres that 
don't often reflect them. I'm a huge horror fan. I grew up with Friday the 13th, The Exorcist, um, The Shining, you name it. And so to not see myself as something that kind of creeps up on you as you get older. Mm -hmm. And once you're older, you're like, oh, now I have the power to like do The Shining. Yeah. In my own way, what would it look like? Because it ultimately coming from me will look different. And that's the beautiful thing about being an artist is that you can come to a story all three different people from three walks of life and it will be different and there's value in that it's not a competitive industry despite how it's put out it's not everyone wants to watch movies everyone wants to watch tv shows like people just want something good or at least something that speaks to them and so i really hope magic hour can enter a space where people can be like i didn't even know i needed that or that i wanted that but like bring it that was me watching Wonder Woman. Like, I had no yeah. connection to that character, really. Right. And then I was sitting in the theater, like, women are turning to yeah. me. Superhero, like, solid. <laughs> With yeah. no, like, I didn't know how much I needed that movie. So it feels this so is going to be good. so cool. And, like, I just want to be able to do that as a filmmaker, as a comic book writer, as a storyteller in general. To be like, oh, I didn't know I needed Get Out. Yeah. I didn't know I needed... Captain Marvel when he was like when she punched him in the oh face my gosh. And I was like that's what I'm oh my yeah. god because I, I realized that I love I love books I love TV I love film I love comics but when I get the asked the question who do I relate to which character do you relate to the most I don't have answers yeah and that that's kind of sad I mean you know what yes I'm it is yep and like the only person that came that comes to mind is Octavia Butler and the work that she's been able to do, um, you know, from the seventies till she passed in two thousands. So I just, yeah, I just want to feel more like, yeah, like that character, like I'm rooted for that character. Cause it makes sense. Like that's exactly what I would do. Or, Listen, there's a wide open space. Like if you've yeah. seen no characters and you've been reading all these stories for yeah. this long, then you have space to make it, which is yeah. very cool. And apparently it's a good time to be a woman in black, <laughs> according to everybody who's, like, complaining I mean, that they can't get a job now. that's true, thank God, finally. I know. Like, yeah, balance it out. Right. Um, so, yeah, apparently it's a good time to be me. Cool. Well, so. own it and enjoy it. Yeah, right. So that's Magic Hour. And, yeah. you know, it. It the campaign ends July 31st noon um eastern standard time um so we have quite a bit of money yeah so people listening like click on it right now so let's talk about some of the rewards i know i know some of them because we did an exclusive pin and t-shirt for magic hour which is cool so there's a jordan today design in there Yes. Um, but there are more rewards too. Yeah, I'm all about, like, I love Kickstarters. I love supporting them. Yeah. I have for a long time. And this is actually my six, my second Kickstarter campaign that awesome. I've launched. So I've done it before, but for much less money. And so I love rewards. And so I made quite a bit yeah, of that. there are good cool rewards for this. Um, we have a film poster designed by incredible artist Polina Ganesha. Um, I'm saying that right, Polina? I don't don't know. (laughs) Um, She's so good. She's like an incredible comic book artist, like has done some really cool um, comic book covers. Like she's done a Sabrina the Teenage Witch one. She's done a bunch. Um, So we worked together 
on that and it's like a killer color and I told her awesome. that the palette was the bisexual flag and she nailed it yay it's like the most beautiful pink purples and blues yay um and so we have that in postcard form which we can get for a lower tier we have posters then we have a really cool collectible cassette tape that like goes with a soundtrack awesome an original soundtrack for the film um for the pilot and um the cassette is designed with like the artwork that's so really cool. exciting and then we have of course your beautiful design for the t-shirt yeah like our t-shirt um and which sam has the t-shirt yeah, yeah, like i know awesome. you gave me one for myself but i had like one day yeah so, <laughs> that's great. to wear that now it's his um and we have the enamel pins and then we have you have some um, big tears too bigger tears like, yeah get for bigger tears we have karaoke night um, because karaoke is like a big thing in the film. Cool. Um, and, uh, what else do we have? We have, um, theater, um, like, um, theatrical, not theatrical. We have like red carpet cool. for film festivals that you would be invited to. We have like associate producer and executive producer credit for those who want to take a bigger part in the yeah. project. And then we have, um, what am I missing? We have the soundtrack. Um, we have props, actual props that were oh, used in the film that cool. was used by India Moore and Yukataga, the main actors of the film. Um, we have the actual props that we would send you, which is really cool. Such, um, I love Kickstarter rewards for that type yeah. of thing. Like, when are you ever going to get to do that exactly. sort of thing? That's so cool. And I realize I've talked about, like, Magic Hour as a whole, but I didn't talk about this specific episode that we Oh, shot. yeah, yeah. So basically... The, the rundown of the first episode, what that story is about, it's a gender-bent reimagination of Frankenstein. So it's my take on Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. And it's basically a young woman wakes up without a soul and roams the streets of Tokyo in search of one. Oh my God, that's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm like a baby horror fan, yeah, so I'm yeah. going to like close my eyes when I watch Yeah, there are going to be parts where you're going to be like, oh my God. Um, and yeah, so that's, it's called Soul Search. That's the first episode that we actually were able to shoot and are trying to finish now. Which you like actually went to Japan to shoot. Yeah, we actually shot on location for seven days. Um, I flew some crew out. It was mostly like the producer, um, is a woman, the cinematographer who shot it is a woman, the production designer is a woman, um, the leads, um, like we had a, a beautiful, robust, like, queer femme crew that just, like, um, half of them were Japanese. Everyone's like, do you know Japanese? I'm like, nope. Like, we had, we worked with, yeah, we worked with, um, incredible Rumi. She's an incredible Japanese producer and she's bilingual and a couple other people that she brought on were bilingual. So we made it work. That's so cool. Do you want to plug the people in it? Yeah, so um, it stars India Moore, who is one of the actors in the incredible show Pose, a, a Ryan Murphy and Stephen Canal show on FX. Yeah, which I love is that show. everywhere right so, now. Like it was billboards everywhere. Nominated for Emmys. My mom so called cool. me last week and she was like, "Babe, I watched first season of Pose on Netflix. It's so good." I'm like, "Of course it is so good." So it, it's great, and working with India was yeah. honestly an honor, and it was perfect timing working with her, working with them before they got big. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, it, it's it's definitely seeing a new side of India that so cool. no one <laughs> had right. ever seen, certainly. <laughs> and it it was, you know, really it was a really hard shoot and it was a really big, ambitious project, but we did it and we're doing it. That's and so, so, so I wanted to be able to say that I did it. Yeah. You know, and it feels good. I really hope the Kickstarter works out. And I'm we can so it. excited. Yeah. yeah. So you have like days to get in on this Kickstarter yes. when you're listening. So please go check it out, but also follow you. Like, so you have magic hour social. Is that yes. going to, that'll stick around even yes. after Kickstarter. Exactly. Right? Cool. So even after Kickstarter, magic hour TV is our Instagram. Magic hour TV.com is the website cool. where you can get more information about the episode and the series of whole yeah. as well as the Kickstarter link. Um, right now um, it's a featured project on Kickstarter. So That's literally so if you go to kickstarter.com right now, yeah. that beautiful poster from Polina will be there. So. And it's beautiful. It's, I love it so much. It's and then where can people follow you And separately. people can follow me on um, at Che in Wonderland, like Alice in Wonderland, but Che in Wonderland on Instagram. And for Twitter, it's the same, but instead of a U, uh, instead of an O in Wonderland, it's a U. Cool. So. And then your website is your name, right? Yeah, and then my website is ChaeGrayson.com. Yeah. Thank you so much for chatting. I'm, like, so glad we're friends. I'm so excited for everything that's out I brag about you all the time. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> Do you know how people stop me and I'm like, that shirt. Like, I wear my trash pop. So many. Yeah. Like, men, women, it doesn't matter. I'm like, so they're like, happy. I want what you're wearing. I'm like, Oh, yeah. Chase is all over the website, too. So yeah. when you, like, click on her profile, you're like, oh, yeah. This girl I've seen all yeah. over. Yeah. So awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. And please go to the Kickstarter right now because there are so many cool rewards. And we need Check this show. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Have a great week, everyone. Uh, stay nerdy and we'll talk to you later. Bye!